0: Welcome back to another edition of the 2020 Radio, hosted by yours truly, John Rowley and Jeremy Whiteford, where each Wednesday we share a new episode with the simple goal of helping you become the best version of yourself. This week, Jeremy and I sit down and talk about a recent documentary that came out called Game Changers. Now, full disclosure here, I have not seen this documentary. However, I've participated in real life in being a, uh, practicing vegan for what we think was a couple of years, uh, back in the late 2000s. So, uh, here, here's our little rundown on, um, you know, what veganism kind of proclaims. And we'll talk about the, the counter to that, which is a carnivore diet and how in reality, we're probably a little bit, uh, where we should be rather is somewhere in the middle. So we're actually sitting here just, just chatting and, uh, Jeremy recently watched a documentary, and he was asking me if I've seen it. And this topic, which we're going to get into, is – I guess I get – I don't get upset about it anymore, but I do get animated because I want to talk it through. Yeah. So tell us about the documentary. I have not seen this documentary. Yeah,
1: so – and I I feel like maybe some other people have already seen it inside the gym, but it's called Game Changers, right? It's all about – You say that with a smile. Yeah, because it's it's, it's interesting because even if you just – if you like – Break it down, and you can go tell, more with this. Tell us what it's about. So it's about, uh, they say, it starts off as a plant-based diet, but it's vegan, right? So they're all about why um, athletes and people in general need to, you know, transfer over to being being vegan, and how it's the way, the truth, and the life, and it'll make you heal faster, and your blood is um, clearer, and you're better, you you have more endurance, You even strength athletes can do it, and... But
0: all of these statements can be true in certain circumstances, yes, some of the things that you just, yeah,
1: said. so st- you know strength athletes are stronger, your bone Can't, density is higher, yeah, bone density is th- more um all the all this different stuff, and I have never been a vegan, never will I ever go vegan uh, at all, um, why not, because it just does if, if and I don't even have to go science scientifically on this, but if you think it out logically, right? So based on like
0: what about like a vegan for a day? Sure. So I don't so, know. Well, I, I think everybody is a vegan.
1: Okay, that's good. I want to hear and your I v- think picking.
0: everybody does keto. And I think everybody does intermittent fasting. and I think yes. everybody does high carb, low fat. Yes. And I think everybody does low carb, high fat. And it's about finding the right mixture that works for you. Correct. So when you so you're before we got on here, we probably should have been recording that. Is we're talking about the difference between a carnivore diet, which is where you eat all animal products, yes, and the difference between that and a vegan diet, where you're eating nothing that was ever alive or that ever had a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Technically, your your plants are alive, but they don't have heartbeats. Now, both of them are at like polar extreme. You you could uh, you could create a similarity between this and politics oh absolutely we just need somebody down the middle yeah you know like like let's find somebody down the middle who can like relate to both sides instead of going all red or all all blue so uh, you you decide who the red is and who the blue is when it comes to vegan or, or carnivores but you both sides are right like like we didn't get here as humans being one or the other no because if if i'm walking through the woods and say I'm a, I'm a pure vegan, and I walk a, uh, across a uh, a bushel uh, or not a bushel a nest of eggs, and that's like my only opportunity to eat today. Am I going to skip over those?
1: Oh, absolutely! You're going to skip right over them. You're yeah, not going to eat because I'm, my no. religion
0: of veganism is going to preclude me from doing that. No. Absolutely not. I would eat that. But now I might go stretches of time where where say you're the hunter and I'm the gatherer. You might go out and not kill anything. For days or even weeks on end, because the herd moved on. So what do you have? What's your choice? You have to eat you're, you're veggies. Gonna,
1: you're gonna gather. Yeah, you're gonna gather food.
0: So, so this whole idea of like one or the other doesn't exist. It's they both they can both coexist, and they both do coexist. And we wouldn't be here as a civilization if we if we said, "Oh, I'm sorry, I am I am vegan and I cannot have that buffalo." Yeah, it's against my religion, and it's bad for the environment.
1: We wouldn't make it.
0: We wouldn't. We not be here.
1: No, so. absolutely. Now you were vegan. I was for how long?
0: couple. I think we think it's a couple of years. So there, there was a vegetarian stretch. Okay, and then a, a vegan stretch, and you know it, they kind of blurred together. So the whole gist of it was like two or three years. And Why did you do that?
1: For health that? reasons, Jeremy. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah and? for
0: health reasons. And um, I got skinny, fat, and weak, and everything hurt. Really. I mean, you know, my knees hurt, my hips hurt. I didn't have, like, I didn't have that, like, that prowess. I'm not saying that I have a prowess right now, but, like, I feel like I could go jump, you know, go jump onto a box or go do something quick and, you know, explosive. And I could still go out and run a long distance. Yeah. Uh, Since then, I've gained 20 pounds. Mm -hmm. uh, Of muscle. Of muscle. Yeah. And um, I don't look younger than I did Almost fifteen years ago, or not quite fifteen years ago. Well, I mean, thirteen years. Thirteen years ago, a (laughs) couple kids would do that to you. Um, But um, but I have I have far more energy now. Um, I just I I feel better in general, and um, the the whole idea behind being a vegan was the um, you know I read I read a book called the China Study, and it was all about how people who were of uh, affluence had a higher rate of cancer. And they traced it back to in their study. They traced it back to um, animal products. Mm-hmm. And in the, in their trial, however, they used uh, on on lab mice. They used casein protein from milk as as a trigger to that would that would incur uh, or, or stimulate growth of cancer cells. Mm-hmm. And you know, if we know a little bit about milk, there's a large sugar component behind cow's milk. Which at the end of the day is meant for cows. Some of us humans can handle it, and God bless you. Uh, I'm not. I'm not one of them. Um, but what they found in the lab mice is when you gave them, uh, gave them, gave the tumor milk, it in, in incurred the growth of the tumor. So they then looked back at at. And I, this is so many years ago. I'm not going to do hor- go back and read the book if you want to. If you want to see some vegan propaganda, but. Basically, what they found is that people who were consuming more meat or animal products had a higher rate of cancer. Okay. So, so you, you, it's a correlation, not a causation. Mm-hmm. For me, it was a total causation, and I'm not eating meat anymore. Yeah. Uh, at the same time, I, or, or around the same time, I went and saw my first feedlot.
1: Oh really? So it kind of like so, amplified so, everything. So yeah,
0: I don't know if I saw a documentary or you know or whatnot similar to what you're what you're talking about that just came out. But I saw a, a feedlot, an industrial, um, you know, uh, basically a pile of manure and a, and a bunch of animals with you know eating out of troughs, just trying to get fat. And they're keeping them, you know, pumping them full of antibiotics to keep them alive long enough just to get them big to sell them. So I saw one of those, and I was like, I'm out. Like I don't done. want anything to do with this. Yeah, I, th- this this is no way you know to treat an animal. One, but I don't want to be eating what that animal was eating. Yeah. So so those two those two kind of lined up, and uh, that was the next couple of years of just putting my head down and um, really like kind of waving my vegan flag. Did it, you eat? It, did, did you
1: eat all? I mean, did you, everything? I mean, yeah, did you do the tofu? Did, how did you get? I never
0: I never liked tofu. Yeah. I would eat. Uh, how did you get protein? Um, we, I started and it failed a protein line. Mm-hmm. Uh, the name, I don't even, the website might be out there. It was called Durabolic Fuels. Yes. And it was a hemp based protein with uh, matcha green tea. And like, that was like the cure all, end all. It was like hemp. Yes. You know, it's still, it's a, you know, I don't know that I'd, I think hemp is still a great tool and a great product and people use it in a bunch of different ways, but um, it's not like the ultimate way to get protein. No. Like, you need to get it from animals. So I, I really tried hard to, to make it happen, and eventually, you know, you gotta, you got to stop and listen. And that's kind of when I found CrossFit and, you know, started seeing, you know, you know, meat and vegetables, nuts and seeds. And at the same time, actually, uh, not too far from my house back in Green Lake, a, um, a pasture-raised farm started started popping up. Oh, all right. And, um,
1: Sounds like some good timing on different parts. It,
0: yeah, I just got really lucky. So we started, uh, so that really intrigued me. You know, animals that get to walk around and enjoy the sunshine and, you know, get to, you know, I call it like one bad day. Yeah. These animals have one bad day. Instead of being in a, you know, an industrial, you know, growth complex where the lights are always on and they're milking them 24-7 or the chickens, um, you know, are are packed in these little coops, um, these animals at least have a chance to walk around their whole life. And then one, they have one bad day. and, And it's done. And then we get to enjoy them. Yeah. So. So anyway, that's that's my little gist about
1: veganism, how, yeah, veganism. I think the biggest thing to look at all of like what I my takeaway was from it is like instead of you know getting your nutritional advice, I think Patty might have even said this: getting your nutritional advice from a documentary on Netflix y- is yeah. probably not the best way to go about sure. it. Sure, right? It's a way. It's a way, right? And they 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 put in some really compelling arguments and the science. There's scientists and there's studies and there's this and there's that and there's Books written about different things and why people want to push different, you know, different ways of uh, of eating and, and living and such. And it's like, you you know, sift through it, right? You know, use your use your 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 whatever your BS meter, your filter. Yeah. To does kind of, this make sense? Does this make sense? Just and I think the biggest one, like you said, is like if you're out hunting and gathering, right? You have times of hunting and you have times of gathering, and sometimes one is going to be more. But humans did not. Make it this far by eating one thing. Right. If we, I mean, it doesn't even make, I can't even comprehend that in my brain. Like, it would not make sense. There would be so many cows on the world right now if we only ate plants. Right. Right? It just doesn't, I mean, um, but that's not to say that you only eat one thing. Right? We, We were made on a multitude of different. If we weren't able to eat meat, we would die when we ate it.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's not it's not poison. But I, I think the other thing to think about for me is, is like kinda of taking like a thirty thousand foot view, like, okay, maybe you're not a big meat person, maybe you like fish or whatnot. Yeah. But um so two two things. So say you, you like fish, well, do you live close to a lake or an ocean? No. The answer is no, it's like, well, would I be eating this if I lived here? Now I'm gonna eat I like you know, seafood just as much as the next person, but yeah. Um, so, so that's one component. But th- the other component that I think is even you know kind of a, a bigger topic is thinking about the effects on the environment. So they're gonna do they talk about like how devastating like animals yeah. are? T- it's okay. So one of the re- <laughs> I'm gonna try to pick where I want to go with this. One of the reasons America is so great is because of our soil, and the reason our soil is so great is because of the buffalo. They, you know, I, I don't know the, the facts on how long they were here and how long, um, you know, how long they grazed on these lands, but it's a long time, and they did it a great thing, in that they help. So, so animals, unlike tillage. So, when you talk about veganism, you you think tillage. Mm-hmm. You are tilling soil up, which literally, by definition, releases carbon dioxide into the atmosphere a.k.a. greenhouse gases, a.k.a. global warming. Yeah. Okay? So literally when you till soil, you are releasing CO2 into the atmosphere. That's a fact. Yeah. And you can look, look this up. Fact check this. When you let grass grow and you let an animal eat the grass, you're speeding up the carbon cycle of of of, or you're creating a carbon sink where you're pulling CO2 in, in because of the photosynthesis process. Yes. So you let this animal graze, and they graze in a her herd because they're they're trying to keep themselves protected from predators. When they when they graze, their manure gets stomped on, and they eat up all the good grass. And the birds come through and pick through their per- poop. The birds have protection by using the herbivores. And the manure, you know, assimilates and breaks down and helps the grass grow back quicker, thus speeding up the photosynthetic cycle, mm-hmm. thus sucking in more CO2 into the atmosphere. So when you when you think about or, or you know we think about veganism, it's 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 pretty simple. It's it's tillage. Mm-hmm. You're you're tilling soil, planting seeds, letting them grow, right? And all the f- all photosynthetic properties goes into the plant because they don't want anything else to grow. You're see a cornfield where there's like dirt everywhere. Just dirt, yeah. Like, does that make sense? No. Have, you, have you, like, have you ever yeah. seen like a garden? Like, weeds, weeds should grow. Well, they've got this thing so sprayed down with chemicals and crap that nothing else can grow except for the genetically modified seed that's coming out of the ground, hmm. which is kind of like spooky. Yeah, because uh, if you grew corn in your yard, there'd be like everything all stuff over, the, yeah, all over the place. Now, in the other side of it, so you've got you've got veganism, which is you know tillage, and then you've got like. Pasture raised stuff, which is, which is consuming grass, and then it's thus perpetuating the cycle. So, you, you know, I, I am on the side of like let's let's help the environment. This whole methane deal—it's a different type of methane that's released from an animal than the methane that they're that they're you know is, is emitted from trash. Um, but you got to just take a step back, and and this is coming from a guy who had like. Legitimately, like religious views on being a vegan, like I judged you if you really a vegan. like. Oh my gosh, you eat meat! Oh my god!
1: Oh man!
0: Um, and and now it's like you know you you mature a little bit as you go along, and you can take a step back and go, well, "What is veganism?" Yeah. Well, there's some certain pro- there's properties of it that are hugely beneficial. Yeah. On on a day where you don't this is, I heard this once, on a day where you don't tear down muscle fiber. You don't need to eat muscle fiber, like in, in general. So, say you have a day where you do a really hard workout and you tear your legs apart, you need to replace flesh with flesh.
1: Yeah, after an open workout.
0: Yeah, exactly. But if you have a, a light day and you maybe you feel a little bit under the weather or whatever, you need to go easy on your gut. Go, you know, light on your digestive system. Maybe being a vegan for that day is a great thing. And that's where they tout the anti-inflammatory properties, which can be can be said if you're eliminating soy. Um, you you can. You know, suppress some really bad things for people who are over, who are really, really sick. Yeah. Uh, You know, because it does take a healthy system to be able to digest meat. So, you know, all all in all here, it's like take a step back and think about it, Mm -hmm. you know, and and know that we probably got here by doing a little of both.
1: A little of everything.
0: And it's it's not one extreme or another. Maybe be a vegan for a week, see what it feels like. Maybe be a carnivore for a week, see what it feels like. Maybe do keto for a week, see what it feels like.
1: Yeah. Just you gotta you gotta test your own body out. You gotta be able to be willing to make changes yeah. and like Test but not everything, game changes but not game changes <laughs> <It's a laughs> i'm looking forward to you watching that documentary i know and see what you
0: so, say. so this is this is part 1 we're going to do a follow up i've got it on my to-do to do list to watch game changes this week and then we'll follow up uh, you know on some residual notes but uh, as always guys thanks for listening have yourself a great week fitness or you can go to 2020.fit and click under community and then select podcasts if you're a non-apple user if you really like what you're hearing and you want more of the world to see it you can leave us a five-star review we'll be eternally grateful and then, as always you can find us on social media at 2020.fit have a beautiful day thanks again